Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. Today I am going to talk about some things that have been on my mind recently and most of them being, you know, what what salons and business owners should be doing in the new year if their intention is to grow. And I made a little list and I'm going to talk about my top six tips that will really uh, skyrocket your biz, especially if you put you know, a lot of effort into actually implementing these things if you are not doing them already. So the first one, I'm just going to get straight into it today, but the first one is you need to stop doing time-consuming, repetitive tasks that somebody else could do for you. So most of the time we are actually not aware of how we spend our time and the way to figure it out is to actually do a time audit on yourself. So I always suggest this to my coaching clients and my salon goal students. Uh, It's really, really helpful when you are trying to work out what you could uh, systemize and delegate and, you know, take any, any task that you're doing often that somebody else could easily do for you. It's really good for actually looking at what tasks can be taken off your plate. So I suggest just breaking your day up, keeping a diary maybe for seven days uh, so, you know, you have a pretty even scope of of the week. You know, there's going to be work days obviously in there, but there's also going to be leisure days too because you'll include the weekend. So I would suggest blocking like writing a little grid up or you can do this in, in uh, Microsoft Excel or something like that, but breaking your day down by half an hour and actually writing down what you did in every half hour and being 100% honest with yourself as well. You know, if you watch Netflix for six hours on Sunday when you are hungover on the couch, be honest. <laughs> the only person that's going to see this is you. So uh, get really, really honest with yourself on this and actually look at where your time's going. And it's going to make you become a lot more self-aware of what you're actually doing with your time because most people just by default don't believe they have enough time to do the things that they want to do in their life or their business. But in reality, if something is really important to you, you will make time for it. So first thing is, yeah, to just clear all those repetitive jobs that, you know, could be easily systemized and delegated to somebody else. So and if you if you want to do that, you can outsource. Uh, so pay contractors to do different tasks for you. And these don't have to be just in your business. Uh, I know I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but, you know, just even hiring a cleaner or a housekeeper can give you, you know, three to four hours of time back on the weekend to spend with your family. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a business thing. It can just give you, if you're delegating something or outsourcing it to somebody else, it just can give you a little bit of space back uh, so that you don't feel as stressed and overwhelmed with all the things that you need to do outside of your business. Uh, So you can also 
devote time to developing your team if you have one. So if you already have a team, you can actually look at what you're spending your time on during the week. Uh, One of the first things that I delegated to my team was actually doing the ordering. So all the stock ordering from the salon. That used to be a big stress for me and something that I would leave until the last minute and all of a sudden we'd be running out of stuff and I'd just be like, oh, my God, I'd be kicking myself going, why didn't I order this sooner? And it's because I simply didn't have enough time. I was chasing my tail, trying to put out all the fires, uh, trying to do all the things, wear all the hats and, you know, systemizing this progress and teaching different members of my team how to do it really, really made life a lot easier for me. And it also gave me back a couple of hours uh, from, you know, stock taking in the salon and 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 sourcing all these products, ordering them, you know, adding them into my point of sale system when they did arrive, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's going to free up your time to focus on things that only you can do. It's better if you are actually spending your time doing the things that you are best at and also that you love. So I still work in my salon uh, one day a week and it's because I still do love seeing clients. I love putting lashes on people. I love doing brows. I love making people feel good because they look good. So it's something that I love and I'm not sure that I'll ever give that up. But, you know, one task that I definitely will not give up is my social media posts and reels and stuff like that because I know that I'm the best person for the job. I don't believe that anybody can do it better than me. And it's something that I enjoy doing as well. So that's something that I wouldn't give up. But putting your efforts into, you know, growth-based activities like your social media, planning for the future, developing your team and making sure you your team are motivated and performing at their highest level and that they're all getting along and that they're happy and creating systems and processes for your business is definitely where it's at in terms of you know, growth in 2023 in the new year. It doesn't have to be 2023 if you're listening to this episode, uh, you know, at the beginning of any other year or any time at all, really. Uh, it's no time like the present to implement new things, new strategies into your business and life. But definitely uh, I'm recording this at the moment because we are at the end of 2022 and people are you know, they're excited for the possibilities that the new year brings. So I thought that it was very uh, timely and relevant to do something on, you know, goals and, and implementing new strategies for the new year at the moment. So the next thing that you should be focusing on if you want to grow is looking inward and focusing on your own business and goals. And you might be thinking, What the hell is she talking about, Uh, looking inward? Uh, A lot of people look outward. I hear it all the time from coaching clients and, you know, just people in the industry. Look at what this salon's doing. They copied me. You know, they did the same post as me. Oh, they got that idea off that person. Oh, they're doing brows the wrong way. It's not the way that they should be done or, or whatever. And, you know... Yes, I'm certainly guilty of this sometimes as well, but I am a lot more self-aware around this now uh, than I was a few years ago. But, you know, if you just 
focus on yourself and focus on your own shit and what you're doing and your business and your growth and your goals, uh, that is the better use of your time. It is such a waste of time following other businesses in your local area, so your competitors and things like that, you know, other businesses that are on the other side of the world as well. You know, why is it important to you what they're doing? Why is it important to you to interact with their stuff on on Instagram and Facebook? It's not. It's not the best use of your time. And it it just, you know, the the little comparisonitis sneaks in before you know it. Before before you're even aware. If you are constantly keeping tabs on other people and, you know, looking for ideas elsewhere, it's it, it won't be long before you start, you know, calling into question everything that you're doing in your business and your life and, you know, wondering whether it's good enough or whether you should be doing more or something different, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, comparison is truly the thief of joy. And if you're wasting a lot of time looking at what others are doing, you're definitely not going to achieve your goals. You're not going to be achieving the things that light you up that you want to be doing in your life because you'll be looking at somebody else's goals and thinking that they're yours, but they're not. So if you are always looking at what other people are doing, you are never going to be happy. And I say this every year, but it might be a really good time to have a little bit of a clean out with your social media. Look at any accounts that you follow that really don't light you up, that you may feel you are comparing yourself to you know, that you aspire to be like or something like that. And I mean, definitely um, having a little bit, bit of inspo is fantastic. But, you know, when you are looking too much and keeping tabs on other people in the same industry and looking at what they're doing and comparing it to yourself, it is never good, you know, for your own life or mental health. So I would have a little bit of a clean out or consider having a little bit of a clean out, unfollow some people. Whenever I suggest this, I usually, you know, my clients come back to me and they're like, what? I can't unfollow them. I, you know, I, I can't unfollow that business. Like I'm friends with them. They're in my local area. And I'm like, yeah, but you just told me that looking at their promotions and specials and prices and, and photos and reels that they post was upsetting you. So why, why do you need to be following them? And they couldn't give me an answer. So just a reminder, they're not going to get a notification if you click that unfollow button. They're probably not going to notice that you're not liking and commenting on every single post of theirs. They're probably more focused on, you know, their clients and potential clients commenting and liking their posts on on socials rather than you. So just unfollow. Do yourself a favor, just unfollow. Now, the third thing, I do bang on about this a little bit. I'm sorry if you've heard me talk about it before. But you don't need to do another lash training (laughs) or a beauty training or something that is going to uh, expand your skills, you know, expand your craft. You're probably already good enough at what you do. If you are busy in your business and growth is on your mind, you know, with expansion of your team or, you know, bigger premises or things like that, you should be focusing on learning business. Business and marketing should be your main areas of study if you feel that you are lacking in either of those areas. And, you know, you may feel that you know everything about business, but 
I'm sure that if you are listening to this podcast, you you feel that you do need a little bit of help in this area. And to be honest, I always think that I could do better or learn more or, you know, like be better. I'm always striving to be better and improve on, you know, what I was six months ago, one month ago, two days ago. So uh, definitely, you know, you don't need to be the best lash artist or best cosmetic tattooist or, you know, best makeup artist to have the best, most successful business. You need to be pretty good, but you need to be great with clients and you need to be an amazing leader of people. So even, you know, aside from business and, you know, marketing, you might want to look at some HR training. Uh, So how to be a better manager, how to be a better boss and also self-development because when you develop yourself, usually you are a better person to be around or all around you, you're a better person and easier to deal with and, and you're just going to naturally be a better leader of people. So just remember, like no matter how many lash trainings you've done or, you know, beauty trainings, waxing, you know, whatever it is that you do, no matter how many of those trainings you've done or how many awards you've won or certificates you've got up on the wall, your business just won't grow if you can't market yourself properly. If you can't market your business, if you can't get the word out there beyond just the clients that you're seeing and the word of mouth that you're getting for them, you're not going to be able to market your business very well and you're not going to be able to grow. And if you've got zero confidence and have no idea how to actually run a proper business or, you know, grow a successful business or a team, you really need to get that confidence from somewhere. So I would definitely be investing my money that I had set aside perhaps or, you know, allocated for trainings into growing your skills as a business owner and marketer. So number four, you need to understand all of your numbers. You need to understand what your overheads are. So wages, your costs for all of your products. You need to understand exactly how much each treatment you provide in your business costs you to provide. And you need to have set times. So many people, so many people in this industry do not stick to their set times. And once you go over what you've allocated or you've based your pricing off, your profit margin starts to decrease. We are service providers, so we charge based on time and time is our biggest overhead. What your time is worth or what your staff's time is worth is your biggest overhead by far. So understanding all of your numbers and setting your pricing based on hourly profit is definitely the go. You know, setting your pricing based off other local salons, like just, you know, going around looking at what other people are charging in your local area and setting yourself somewhere in the middle or, you know, maybe you've wanted to be really competitive and you've just started and you've priced yourself lower than everybody else just to in the hopes that you'll attract clientele by being lower priced. It's a recipe for disaster. You don't know what these other businesses' profit margin is. 
you don't know if they're trying to be low-end, mid-range or luxury. Uh, you don't know what their desired profit margin is. It can be completely, completely different to yours. So please do not base your pricing off anybody else's pricing. Uh, once you know all of your the cost of your supplies, your operating costs, and you know exactly what it costs you to break even for each service, you then add your profit margin on top. So if you don't do this and you're copying other local salons pricing or charging a few dollars less, you can actually be undercutting yourself or, you know, running your business at a loss, which is really, really sad. A lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, I'm so busy, but I'm just not making any money. It's like, well, what are we charging and how much time are you spending? And usually spending too long with each person, uh, whether that's in the service time itself or, you know, with padding times in between services that haven't been accounted for and the prices are too low. So what happens is, you know, where we feel rich, we get all this money in and then when you've paid all your bills, uh, there's not a lot left over. And I kind of say to people, well, you know, with what you're charging at the moment, you may as well just go work for somebody else because you're going to have less stress and you're going to be making more than what you're earning right now. So is it worth it? No, definitely not. So if you don't know your numbers, if you don't understand how to price your services, please ask for help, whether that be, you know, with a coach or a mentor or a trusted a trusted financial advisor like a bookkeeper or an accountant that will be able to tell you straight away, you know, based off your numbers, what's happening in your business. Number five, I did kind of mention this a little bit earlier, but you really need to be putting your time and efforts into growth-based activities if you want your business to grow. I can tell you now that if you start on January 2 or January 3 and you're doing 40 plus hours a week of clients and then you finish the year, you know, you work up until, you know, December 24 or 23 or whenever it is you work up until and you are still doing the same amount of client hours each week, I can tell you now that your business probably hasn't grown much in that 12 months because one, when have you got the time to put any of your efforts into marketing yourself to grow, finding and training, developing a great team and working on systems and you know policies and procedures for your business so that it runs more smoothly? You start on January 1, you're doing 40 hours, you end the year on December 24, you're still doing 40 hours. I can bet that your business is the same. You're not making any more money than you did at the beginning of the year. And you're also going to be a pretty stressed out, tired business owner that's not capable of putting any extra effort or energy into those growth-based activities. So I ask you, do you want to be a business owner or an employee in your own business? Because if you are spending most of your working hours working on clients, you're an employee. Your business is relying on you to make all the money. So if you already have staff or you do want to employ some, you'll definitely need to allocate time for growth-based tasks. So you're just not going to be able to do that if you are exhausted from seeing clients for 40 plus hours every week. 
So I'll leave you to think about that one. Uh, I know a lot of people may not agree with me, but I am living proof. Uh, My business grew exponentially once I started cutting down my client hours because I had a lot more fuel left in the tank to put into developing my team, working on systems and actually thinking about growth and future planning. So yeah, definitely might be time to cut down if you want to grow in 2023. And the last one, (laughs) we are all guilty of this. I am certainly one person that can get stuck in a little rut of doing this. But one of my New Year's resolutions is to consume less. So I don't mean food. I probably should consume less food or more healthy food, but (laughs) less chocolate. Um, But what I am talking about here is content. So stop consuming content. You want to be creating content. You want to be coming up with original ideas. Don't just go and watch Instagram reels for two hours trying to get inspo from other businesses. It doesn't work and it doesn't bring you good results for your social media engagement or your business. Uh, You need to think about what promotions and offers you have happening in your salon and actually market those. You need to think about the questions that your clients are asking you, you know, whether it be on socials or when they're on the lash bed or they're, you know, sitting in the makeup chair. Answer those questions. Educate your audience with with answers to those commonly asked questions. You know, you need to entertain your audience and your clients with your content. Something that might be entertaining for somebody else's audience may not be entertaining at all for yours. So be original and it's so much easier to create when you haven't got a brain full of ideas, chock full of ideas because you've just scrolled reels or TikTok for the last three hours trying to look for inspo. So I urge you, have a look at your screen time. You know that little app that um, your iPhone tells you every Sunday how much you've been spending on average every day? I know it's really scary, but I would be looking at that and start tracking it. Maybe try and get it down because if you're busy consuming all types of content, it can be very, very difficult to create original content for your own business. So just review how much time you are currently spending consuming, aim to get it down And, you know, you can then use that time to actually create good content that's going to get you results. So, yeah, less consuming, more creating. That is my sixth and final tip for what you should be focusing on in the new year if you want to grow your business. So, I want to know, what are you going to be focusing on? Is it going to be one of the tips that I have spoken about today or do you have a different one? Uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Lauren Lappin underscore. So L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore. Uh, and I really love to see how and when you are listening to this podcast. I love it when, you know, you guys screenshot listening or you take a selfie when you're on a walk or at the gym or you know, you might be listening to it in the car. It's really cool. Tag, make sure you tag me so I know and I can reshare to my stories. I love to hear 
what your thoughts are as well. So any feedback or requests for, you know, any types of content on these episodes would be greatly, greatly appreciated. But that is all I've got for you today. I will see you all online soon.